to Gals on Topic, your favorite book club, and then some. I'm Sadie. I'm Izzy. And today for the semifinals. Live. <laughs> we are covering A Court of Mist and Fury, chapters 60 through 64. And we're back in person. We are. It feels so good to see your beautiful face. Yours too. I've missed it so much. <laughs> I actually saw Izzy all weekend. We kind mm-hmm. of uh, foreshadowed this last week. Well, Tuesday. Um, that I would be headed up to Chicago with John this week, this past weekend to go to the BMW Championship. Honestly... The tournament was so fun. Um, so I had bought like hosp- like tickets to a hospitality venue there for because it was John's birthday present. And we got that for Sunday. And then um, we just got general admission tickets for Saturday just for fun since we were already going all the way up there. And we also have a friend who works for the PGA Tour. So she gave us badges. So we went for free Saturday. Um, and I honestly think we just did it right. Like Saturday, we walked the whole court. I won't go on and on about golf because I know I'm <laughs> not really listening to, or my, the listeners are not really the target audience for golf, <laughs> but we really did it right. We walked the whole course on Saturday. We sat at the first tee and watched every single group tee off so that we got to see every single golfer. Um, so that was cool. And then. Yeah, we walked the whole course, got drunk, passed out on the train ride home. It was lovely. And then Sunday, we just hung out at the hospitality tent and watched. Like Sunday's where it gets obviously really Mm -hmm. competitive because it's the last day. And we just kind of watched the leaderboard. And then when a cool group was coming by, we'd pop outside and watch them play 18 from our hospitality suite in the Mm -hmm. air conditioning. And I was like never again like I will always never again will I go to a golf tournament without the hospitality passes like it was life-changing um so lovely Victor Hovland won the tournament he shot nine under course record he shot if you know anything about golf he shot seven birdies on the back nine to win the tournament by two like actually he ended up winning did he win by one or two? I can't remember if Scotty Bird. No one will know. No one will know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it literally doesn't matter. But he shot seven birdies on the back nine, which is like unreal. So anyway, it was lovely. <laughs> but the best part I was about to say <laughs> was that we stayed. I got to see Izzy's new apartment and hang out with her we took a nap together we did (laughs) this time it was me waking up to izzy's head right next to my face grinning at me (laughs) it was lovely best way to wake up so no you were a wonderful host thank you for letting us stay there anytime i love hosting it's fun to have people around the apartment um connor had abandoned me so it was nice to have company. Yeah, we, John and I couldn't stop talking about how huge your apartment is. Like, I can't believe you found such a nice place in Chicago. I definitely found a gem. I love the location. It, like, feels, because I'm loving living in a bigger city, but I'm definitely not, like, um, 
like living in true downtown Chicago would be overwhelming to me with everything going on. And I love that our street feels like quiet and neighborhoody. It does. It is a quiet street. And the apartment to me feels homey. So thank you. Yeah, thank I you. loved it. Can't wait to come back in just a few weeks. Just a few weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a really fun weekend. I also had another friend visiting me. Shout out Erica. Hilarious. She told me she doesn't listen, so she won't won't hear that. But um, thinking of you, (laughs) miss you. (laughs) It's really funny to me. Some of my closest friends don't listen. I'm like, (laughs) fake friend. (laughs) Well, some people, like Erica was like, oh, I don't read the books. I'm like, that's the point. You can still follow along. I keep trying to explain, and then they're like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I I really will. I'm like, it's okay. I know you have an attention span of like 10 minutes. But anyway, we're yeah. back live. I mean, I obviously wasn't with you the entire time because I was at the golf tournament. So oh. how was your time with your girlies? Oh, yeah, true. Um, it was good. It was great. I had a really bad week last week. Um, last week and this week are my two weeks to get all my essays done for business school. And I am just not a good writer. And the writing process for me is very stressful because I know I'll get there, but I have no path to get there. So my only Mm -hmm. strategy when I'm having to write an essay is like putting things down on paper and then just constantly making revisions until it actually finds the path itself. (laughs) Okay. um, I I mean, I feel like that seems very writer like I mean I guess it's just stressful because you're like I have to finish it this week but I don't know when I'm gonna like when it's gonna click you know right um so it's just not my it's just not my comfort zone like I'm just not someone who can put something beautiful down on paper easily yeah I feel that (laughs) um especially when it's about myself like you know it's like oh I need to like tell them about myself but I want to I only have a short amount of space, so I have to like strategize at what I'm going to say. And then I have Without to like say like it in a way that's bold. like bold, but like gets it across like what I've done. It's just, oh God, I hate it. Yeah. So I finally got all my essays for my first school done. And then this week I'm going to finish my essays for my second school. And then I'll be in a good place to just finish the other parts of the application before it's due. So last week sucked. This week's going to suck. But, um, at least I had a fun weekend in between and I had my friend come and we had great weather. And, um, what did we do Friday night? We just went to dinner, hung out, went to a bar in Chicago, um, with our other friends. Saturday we went and saw the, like Chicago was having this air and water show. Mm-hmm. They're having all these planes do these crazy things. Like I've actually never seen, the fighter jets do like the big loop-de-loops and the yeah. huge nose dives and stuff. I've only ever seen the flyovers. So that was cool. Then we went and day drank and got food and then, yeah, came home, napped and rallied and went back and hung out. Semi-rallied. Semi-rallied. It was a low-key It was a low I, energy. Yeah. I was so dead from walking around. Yeah, I think especially because... I think if I'm day drinking on Saturday, I assume everyone's going to like taper out. So I think having that mindset and then being like, oh, we're going back to hanging out. That's hard for me to bounce back from. Yeah. That's really hard. You have to be in the mindset. Yeah. And I literally last night when I got back after two days of like walking around in the sun, in the heat, like drinking, I hit my pillow and passed out 
out immediately. Yeah. Like it just drains you. Yeah. Like I was sleeping so deeply. I woke up and forgot where I was in my own home, <laughs> in my own bed. I was like, where am I? <laughs> like, I was, that's how deeply in REM I was. Um, so yeah. And now I'm back in Indy this week for work. Just, just drove in. Um, we'll be here all week. So excited to see everyone. Yeah, we're happy to have you back. Last, um, this summer, the band that we reference, our our local indie band that really kicks off the start of summer is also kind of playing their farewell summer show this Friday. Yeah. So that will be fun. Um, I love how we denote it as that, like the summer kickoff (laughs) and then the, the summer farewell show. Um, because they definitely don't, it's not advertised that way. No, it gives them a little bit too much power over our, over our (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. Although I don't think to me, summer ends at the end of September. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Once, once I can no longer go outside comfortably in a tank top is when summer is over. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a good, it's all about the vibes. Mine is like, because of work, there's like a fir- our first deadline is September 30th. Uh-huh. But then also I have my last vacation is the last week of September. Mm. So it's really like going out. I might think, though, that my summer start stops when I go to my first football game, maybe. Because mm. then that's fall. That's that's but a fall I, activity. But I'm going to a football game Memorial Weekend. Your summer's over. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's, a, that's not really a, it's just that's a back to school activity to me which is like I distinctly think, fall but I think that shows how you are from the north and I live in the south because true. we're drenched in sweat at those September October games yeah that's and true it's hard to feel like fall or it's hard to feel like fall when you're like baking in the sun at the football yeah game. that's true too you know mm-hmm. two two schools of thought <laughs> 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 oh man weather you know the seasons. crazy <laughs> i mean this year summer's probably gonna go until like november it's been so freaking hot it's like peak hot right now i literally told sadie that she needs to teach me how to do a slick back bun bun this week because i can't wear my hair down outside i won't be able to it's 96 degrees it's it'll be so slicked true. by sweat or by choice and so i have to learn <laughs> <laughs> i like don't think i'm the best teacher because yes, i just you use are. i just use like whatever product i have in my drawer well it looks good use it on me okay <laughs> i'll try i'll try okay i'm excited to see okay we'll walk in john always says i look like mickey mouse when i wear my hair in a slick back bun there's this Why? picture because there's this <laughs> meme of like Mickey Mouse with the ears gone, like without Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> and he was like, like this, and it was, it was like my girl when her hair slicked back or something. And he sent it to me. And like ever since then, every time I slick my hair back, he's like Mickey Mouse or whatever. And it's really funny. It's like an inside joke. But so now I'm just picturing us like both slick back bun, looking like Mickey Mouse walking in together. <laughs> just like two. Never in my life, let me tell you, never in my life have I gone to an event with my hair up. Probably ever. But you put your hair up while you're there. By necessity. Well, it's, oh. it's at, what's the point I'm past caring because I'm too hot. Never have I by choice been like, I want to look good. I'm going to put my hair up because I just, my, I have a round face. But 
I have a round face. You don't have a round face. I think I do. I have a round face. I have face. the chubbiest cheeks. No, you do not. I really do. No, you do not. I feel like that makes it better for your slick back bun because you have like more like something to show, you know? My large cheeks. <laughs> for sure. I don't think of you as having a round face whatsoever. Well, I just I, I just don't think slick back bu- slicked back bun is my like We'll see. We'll see. It's just it's a big step for me, but it must be done. Because Are we of going the heat. all ooh, I just my mic, sorry. Are we going all in on Friday where you're gonna try it for the first time right before you go out? It's a really good question. Should we test run Thursday? I mean, it's an option. Because but Thursday, I have a you, team event in the office. But like slick back bun is very, I cannot say that. Slicked back bun is very, you know, work trendy. Like, yeah, I just feel like, well, I was thinking even Thursday night because we can cut this out. We're having this whole conversation, <laughs> but you're going to be at least if we're going to do it Friday, we need to do it early enough to where you can wash it out of your hair because you're going to put all this product in. And if you're like, no, doesn't look good it's too late you have to go with it you know what i mean much to think about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so Farah. <laughs> okay let's get into this it this is cause... so real life problems <laughs> um let's get into it because the semifinals things are happening the plot is yeah. happening I really thought Sadie would get more worked up um, and I'd have some texts and some some stress from you, but um, I'm curious to hear your reaction. Okay, so I think I definitely have reaction and like all my, I mean, literally look at my notes from the end of 63. They're like in all caps, <laughs> yeah. there's F-bombs in there, but, but I just honestly, energy is low today because of the weekend. I'm very tired and... Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess because I knew we were recording today. I don't know. I just didn't text you. That's fine. What's happening? It just hurt, it just hurt my feelings. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so let's get into chapter sixty. So this chapter kicks off with well, rewind. Let me back up to my mm-hmm. let's let's remind us all where we ended up on. Um, we ended up with. The city, Valeris, getting raided by Highburn soldiers because the queen sold them out and the city got ransacked and the squad fended them off. But, you know, still sad. Still not good. And so this chapter kicks off with Reese telling the squad the city is secured and the wards are back in place. And they're all in bad shape. They're tired. They're dirty. They're angry. They feel defeated. And they say, okay, wards are back up, city's safe. But Cassian's like, okay, well, for how long? Like, the secret's, secret's out. They know about Valerius now. What if he tells the other courts? Or what if Hybern comes back himself? And then also, Feyre asks, you know, not to bring the mood down, but if we do now set out to do any missions, especially our main goal of go finding the cauldron, Who's going to defend the city? And then Amryn says, she will stay behind. Did that make you nervous? Of course. My first note is, 
Why am I not surprised Amron volunteered to stay? She's always left behind. Always there. Dude, this is the first time where you've kind of like not just laughed at my um, my claims about Amron. Maybe I'm onto something. She's making it hard for you to trust her. Yeah, like, of co- like literally, that's the first thing I wrote is, mm-hmm. of course you're staying, Amron. Yeah. We do, though, they tell us more here about what Amron was doing to Hybern's soldiers, and it was pretty dark. She was, like, not only killing them, she was killing them through their deepest fears or through these really vicious ways of, like, they think they're drowning and, like... They think their worst fear is coming to get them, like whatever that is. Like she was in their minds playing mental games with them while she was killing them. Yeah. 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 Pretty, pretty gruesome. So Amrit says she'll defend the city and that they'll be better prepared this time because they know to expect an attack. I did feel like her tone in this chapter was a little better of like, like she was just like we we will we got this like we'll be ready like you know what I mean so that tone was nice but yeah yeah so basically she, you know Amron says right now all we can do is eat get some sleep and then Asriel's like and then we retaliate so Feyre goes to bed but Reese never joins her so she walks upstairs finds him on the roof he's just you know sad boy staring out over Who the city. Who said that was gonna happen? In, in the last episode, you asked me how Reese was going to react or feel or whatever. And I yeah. said, he's, well, he's probably going to go up to the roof and yeah. pout. Wait, now that I'm also thinking about it, you didn't text me and your biggest prediction I thought came true in these chapters. Oh, this was the one? Yes, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're almost there. So, Which one? <laughs> so, the ring? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was a big deal. Well, we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll talk about it. Um, so she finds Reese on the roof. And obviously he's sad. He's just staring out at the city because it's usually all lit up, you know, nice at night, full of life. But it's just dark tonight. Favorite tries to tell him it isn't his fault. But like, it is. Like, it is his fault. It's not. Yeah, it it's totally not, is. You know, it's something he had to gamble, I guess, but it still sucks. Like, he's in charge of protecting the city, and people died because he gambled the city. And it's it's just bad. It looks really bad because this city has been hidden for how long? Through how years. Yeah, through how many different high lords, and, like, he's the one that got it exposed. Yeah, and Reese says he doesn't know who he hates more, the king, the queens, or himself. And then Reese is like... You know, you shut me out today. I couldn't hear you at all. Like, I'm impressed by your shields, but you could have been killed and I didn't know where you were. And Feyre says she's sorry, whatever. And he, of course, is like, I could never be mad at you for defending my city, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the next day, Amryn cracked the code, cracks the code about the cauldron. And she says... Not good news. To nullify the cauldron, you have to touch it and speak these words that she gives to Feyre. So I guess this is bad news because they have to like physically get to the cauldron, mm-hmm. which they were probably hoping not to do. And then Moore asks about putting the two halves of the book together to nullify it. And Amarin's like, nope, just, just don't do that. Apparently it releases a ton of power that would attract every bad creature in the universe. So needs to stay separated. So Cassian says, 
okay, we need to move now. But Feyre's like, hold on. We don't know where we're going. Cauldron could be anywhere. But apparently, Asriel's been having a lot more success than he's let on and actually has a pretty good idea of where in Highburn's castle the cauldron is. So the plan Cassian suggests is they all winnow off the coast of Highburn and then Feyre and the gang go in while Reese waits off the coast because Highburn could sense Reese's presence. And then Feyre is going to do the spell to nullify the cauldron. Everyone's on board with that plan, except Reese, who's like, are you seriously suggesting that I wait outside while my mate goes into the line of fire? And Asriel's like, yeah. And Reese clearly is not happy with it, but he tells Feyre that if she wants to go, then she should go. And she's like, oh, he's so wonderful, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But honestly, in this exact moment, I was like, this is a little overdone. Like, Reese goes on this whole speech about how she's this independent woman, like, free to do whatever she wants. And I, I'm like, I get it. Yeah, you're better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a little shoved down our throats sometimes. He, like, always does the perfect thing, you know? Yeah. Maybe also once they're mated, I'm just like, enough. <laughs> <laughs> enough with the lovey-dovey. The chase is over. The build is ended. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I mean, I obviously know what happens now, but I had written because I read this chapter like right after our last episode and then finished out the rest today. But um, they're they're absolutely wild for thinking this was going to go smoothly. (laughs) (laughs) Do we remember the last time they tried to sneak in and steal something in the summer court? Mm, Yeah, so true. Like, what were they thinking? Cassie and Azrael are like, Great plan. We got this. No doubt in my mind. And I'm like, you should have every doubt. You guys are messy. Yeah. Especially with all the magic that Hybern has. They aren't looking into any of the things he has to like set off triggers or whatever. Or the fact that they're about to like bring an immense amount of power and trying to destroy the most powerful thing in the universe right in his basement. And he's not going to freaking notice that they're downstairs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's so, yeah. But somehow, as I was reading it, I still had hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're like, okay, that's our plan. It's a very loose plan. <laughs> We're just going to go in. Pharaoh's going to say some words and that's going to, yeah, that's going to, that's going to work for us. I think that they were just thinking that they would get there and be able to say it quick enough like i did think they thought that they would probably get caught but the cauldron would at least be nullified and they like at least should be able to say it yeah um it does remind me of the line in the last harry potter movie when they're about to go into hogwarts and hermione's like we need to plan and harry's like what's the use in planning we get there and our plans go to shit anyway so why don't we just go (laughs) you know (laughs) That's so true. I guess that's fair. Like, even if they spent all this time planning, I feel like Hybern still would probably outsmart them. He has so much ancient power or whatever. I need more of his backstory. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get it one day. So that's the plan. They're going to Hybern, like, in a few hours. And after the squad leaves, Farrah wants to go to bed. But... She's going upstairs in the townhouse and she's like, wait, what's the protocol now? Whose room do I go to? Will he want his own room like Tamlin? I'm like, 
literally obviously not he's obsessed with you (laughs) he's been obsessed with you for like three freaking years so of course not Reese is like no we're sharing just let me know which room you like better so Farah goes to move all her stuff into his room and then this is when we get to what I think is Sadie's most impressive prediction Reese pulls out a little box and Farah opens it and finds a little ring and it's the ring that she got from the weaver and you predicted it was going to be her future engagement ring, which I thought was the most impressive prediction, like by far. Wow. I mean, thank you. Because they don't even pay any attention to that ring. Feyre gets it and she just gives it back to him. And then life goes on. They never talk about it again. Like, I, I feel like that is such a subtle thing that you got exactly right. That like was way more a shot in the dark. Like when you said that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, how did you know that? Okay. So I did write giving her the ring from the weaver, another victory for me, clapping hands. Yeah. So I knew I, I knew I got it, but I guess like to me, it wasn't like a big deal. Like, it's not like a big plot point to me. It's, I guess that's true. Like the mating thing obviously is like the biggest plot point, but I felt like this one was like such a like like just so spot on and like the smallest thing that comes back like way later on the book that like you literally like I don't know how you predicted that because they hadn't even (laughs) I think I just mull over every little thing at that point they didn't she still like hated him like they didn't even really have like sexual chemistry yet like the teeniest little bit you know yeah but I Always loved Reese. I don't know. I mean, thank you. Like, that's why I think it's so crazy. (laughs) Like, the stumble, like, you have to have a theory over, like, why he stumbled. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, like, obviously still impressive that you got it. But the ring, like, to most people probably was just, like, a ring. Not, like, a, oh, it's going to come back and be her wedding ring. You know what I I mean? I wonder if it's just on my mind. Like, we're at that age. Everyone's getting (laughs) engaged. Like, I'm thinking about in the next few years. So, and, like, maybe maybe I just think ring, engagement ring. (laughs) I guess so. I don't know, know but ding, ding, ding. Another win in my my book. Tally that up. Um, So, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) You know. Moment of applause for Sadie and Michelle, actually. You and Michelle both said that at oh, the really? same time, which I just thought was so crazy. Because, like, to me, that wasn't even like a, oh, let's wonder why, what this ring means. Like, no, I just, it's like, okay, that was, he just wanted the ring back. I don't know. You I know? guess. Yeah, I guess. But I'm guessing they were, ma- he mated with her was pretty good. It was pretty good. It just was like, so random that you got there from just that one little there's like two sentences about the ring you're right totally did you prompt me no that's the thing i literally did not i literally did not wow wow that's why i think again i'm harping on this but that's why i think it's impressive because um like again the like the stumble like you have to have a theory about why he stumbled right so like That's like a noticeable thing in itself. But then just like to notice like, uh, like that's something that's not even a clue. Like it'd be like noticing like Pharaoh is painting like a stars and being like, Oh, in like 50 (laughs) chapters, she's going to be part of the night court. That's like what it's like. (laughs) So 
Well, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate, I appreciate the uh, recognition. You know, as I'm looking at you right now, your pajamas have stars on it. Very night court of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I wore them especially for the occasion. If only if it was like a darker shade of blue. You know, darkness comes in many forms, Sadie. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Go to the next chapter. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm not done yet. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, Farah sees the ring. He gives her the ring. He tells her it's her engagement ring. And she's like, do you (laughs) want me to wear it? Oh my god okay um which yeah that's why he gave it to you whatever basically they talk about they are gonna do the whole mating ceremony later they're not gonna do it now i guess i should give the backstory in the ring also reese's mom gave it to him but then she took it back gave it to the weaver because she told reese that when he meets his future mate slash wife she will need to be strong enough to go and retrieve it otherwise she won't survive the marriage to reese Yep. So he, when she got it, he knew even yep. more that she was the one. Um, I wonder if the ring will have some kind of powers or something and that this choice to not wear it was a mistake. Like maybe like it would allow her to like, based on where we end up at the end of these series of chapters, maybe wearing it would have helped if it was like magical or something, but who knows? We'll see. So, yeah, they decide they're not going to do the whole mating ceremony thing until after they get back from Highburn, and she's not going to wear the ring right now because it's too dangerous for people to know that they're mated. Mm-hmm. And that's where the chapter ends. And then chapter 61, super short, opens up with Feyre getting all suited up for their adventures. So they're already leaving, wasting no time. She has both halves of the book with her. Amran warns Feyre to remember that no matter how powerful the book seems to her, the cauldron makes it, it seem like child's play. So Moore's about to win O'Fara away. Reese gets all tense, holds her back for a second. He looks at Cassian, looks at Asriel, and they tell Reese they'll protect her with their lives. Which I actually, I like this part because I like how they're all friends, but then they fall in line when they know it's time. Right, yeah. Like they, they are, they do have the formalities when, when it's appropriate for the situation. Like Cassian's like, hi Lord, I'll protect it with my life. Right. Instead of like, yeah, man, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and then Reese looks at more and she says, I know my orders, which Feyre's like, what, what are those? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what plan, what side plan do they have? Yeah. Shouldn't I- they all know all the plans. Yeah, I look. Yeah, I wrote. Oh no, is there a another plan with more that Feyre isn't in on? Which now that I'm revisiting that after knowing where we end up, dear God, I hope Reese had expected this, and that maybe more does have a plan between him and Reese. I don't know. I don't know, but whatever it is, right now it doesn't look like it's working. <laughs> it's time to pull out that backup plan (laughs) yeah so more grabs Feyre's hand and they winnow away they emerge off the coast of Highburn which is this dark island looks very ominous feels very ominous 
They land at a small entrance. Asriel disappears to take care of the guards. And then they make their way through the tunnels. Feyre can feel the cauldron like it's tugging her towards it. So they keep going down and down into the dungeon, into the dungeons. And the book that Feyre's carrying is like whispering to her. It's like, I'm home, I'm home, I'm home. Mm-hmm. And then they reach a chamber. And in the center is the cauldron. And that's where chapter 61 ends. The whole time during chapter 61, I just felt so weird. Feyre like being with everyone and not Reese. Mm-hmm. Like it felt weird at being like her as real Cassian and war. I'm like, yeah. where's Reese? Yeah. Also, when they say the cauldron is the size of a bathtub, all I can picture is a bathtub. (laughs) I thought it was going to be small. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a standard pot size. (laughs) A standard cauldron. (laughs) Like in Harry Potter. Yeah. And the fact that it has feet, I'm like, it's a bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) But only three. Only three feet. So it has to be round. Yeah. True. Bathtub was the wrong comparison. It was the wrong comparison. I don't know what the right one is, but bathtub is... It should have been small because it's cooler if something so incredibly powerful is like kind of small. Right. I agree. It looks like dingy and right. rusted. And right. Let's just ignore the bathtub comment. Right. Let's shut up the things we don't like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and the, and the Faye birth control. <laughs> out, of, out of mind. <laughs> Remember, remember in that episode where I was like, just wait till I talk about periods. And then you were like, oh, well, yeah, I bet they come out of their eyeballs. <laughs> that one really got you. Did. I laughed for like five whole minutes. <sighs> okay. So chapter 62. So the first sentence of chapter 62 is... The cauldron was absence and presence, darkness and whatever the darkness had come from, but not life, not joy or light or hope. And Farrah can feel that it has like a heartbeat. And Farrah puts her hand on the edge piece at the top and she gets ready to read the spell. And and Farrah is realizing through the power that's surging through her that or whatever the book's saying to her that she needs to actually put the halves of the book together that Amryn was wrong it's like whispering to her like together together like yes put us together yeah which seems like don't listen to them (laughs) literally so dumb I couldn't tell if she was like literally being possessed yeah or if she was just being stupid Farah, Right. Because all of a sudden she's like, I realized Amon, Amron was wrong and that I needed to put the two halves together in order to have enough power. But I was like, what What made you change your, just the book? Just the book whispering to you? <laughs> is, that, is that it? Something tells me they're not on your side. Something does tell me that. <laughs> um, so lo and behold, Farah puts the two halves of the book together before more can stop her and then they hear a silent ripple of power and then nothing and 
it's like, oh no, Amrin told us not to do this. And they felt this ripple. Like who else felt that ripple? You oh, know, I forgot about that. More and Castor are like, what do we do? Favor's trying to say the spell, but her mind is not working right. Um, the power is like taking over her and she can't speak. She's big time struggling. And then she feels Asriel's hands pulling her away. And then this kind of breaks out of breaks her out of her trance. They hear steps. That's not good. <laughs> Asriel shoves favorite behind him. The steps get louder and a man comes in. A human man. And the last line of the chapter is, I knew the color of those eyes. I'd stared at one encased in crystal for three months. Stupid fool, he said to me. Jurian, I breathed. I wrote the same thing as Jurian. Stupid, stupid girl. You literally have one job. Yeah. She says later, like, I failed. I failed so miserably. I'm like, yeah, you did. You screwed them all. Yeah, this was just such a bad plan. This was such a bad plan. Like, if Feyre failed, there was n- really no way for them to get out undetected. Like, <sighs> they had way too much faith in her. And <laughs> why Why couldn't she just do what Amron told her? And why that- would Amron be wrong? It's from another world, her world. She's been spending the past few months deciphering it, learning it, like... This is why they needed Amron there. They needed Amron there. To like, why the fuck was Amron not there? What is she doing? She's the only one who knows anything about this stuff. Like she needed to be there. They all had no idea what was going on. Like Azra probably pulled her away because he's like, I don't know what's going on. She looks like she's not okay. I said to Reese, I'd protect her. And like the power is going to, you know, burst her into little bits. Like he, like they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Only Amron knows what they're doing. Wait, I didn't even think about that. How stupid. Yeah. They are so stupid. Yeah. Also, why? Amron's Reese's number two. Mm-hmm. Why would he have, if he can't go in, why would his number two stay home? Yeah. In any situation, regardless of the fact that she's the only one who knows what's happening with the book. Like, what, what is Moore's purpose there? Honestly, Amryn knows the most, and then Reese knows the next most. And then the rest are all, all at the same level of knowing nothing. It's... I, you know, Moore is pointless to me. <laughs> I need more from Moore. <laughs> That's fair. That's she, fair. like, literally... I I just don't I don't see what value she's what provided. value she's adding. Yeah, no, I I I get it. She's allegedly like so impressive, but she hasn't really done anything. Yeah. Like Azrael's the spy, Cassian's the warrior. She Amarin just kind of like wears sexy dresses and like is is her friend. Yeah. It's giving No, I won't say it. I won't say it. Say it. <laughs> it's feeling like Ianthi. Like, why the fuck are you there? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that they're the same at all, because more wouldn't do what Ianthi does. But it's just like, anyway, you're so right, and I didn't even feel this way until you were like, "Why was the Amron there?" I'm like, "You're so right." Also, now Jurian's here, dude. <laughs> 
I I want I want to re at the end. I have something to say. Like, but just over the past like over the last like three <laughs> chapters, it's just like every character to ever exist just like shows up, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we'll just go, we'll just go. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Except Amrin. Except <laughs> Amrin. What the hell? <laughs> okay. So this chapter, chapter 63, starts with Jurian and Cassian exchanging words and then Reese just appearing at Feyre's side and sneakily takes the book from her. And in the second he takes the book, the power like leaves her and Vera realizes, oh my god, I just failed so badly. Yup. Yup. You did. I kind of wish Reese never came in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he wasn't in there, he could maybe do something. Mm-hmm. But now he's just trapped with them because he like came rushing after her. I know. It's kind of giving away everything. Mm-hmm. Um, now we all we have is to trust that Amran is going to come rescue them. Yeah, which who knows? Anyway, Jurian obviously knows everything that that happened under the mountain because, you know, his eye was there. And he says to Reese, last time I saw you, you were warming Amarantha's sheets. And to be clear, at this point, we still have no idea why Jurian's there. Like, genuinely, why? why? Why is he being brought back to life? Why is he human? Why? What's his purpose? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So, more or Jurian then asks more where Miriam is, which was his ex-lover. Yeah, I I had a remind me the story. Like Miriam, high level, like Miriam was. Miriam was a slave. She was to gifted Prince, to Dracon. To Prince Drake to Prince Dracon who let her go. She fled, met up with Jurian's forces. Her and Jurian became an item. Jurian then became obsessed with war in like a slightly disturbing way. Like, you know, tortured Clythea for information, killed her. He, he, he and Amarantha met, had that really like violent battle so while he was gone doing all that stuff seducing Clythia Miriam and now Dracon Dracon the fake king or prince I guess had joined the human forces and they fell in love and Jurian was killed um I guess thinking that Miriam was still his, but she had actually already fallen in love with Prince Dracon. So is Miriam human? Miriam was human. Okay. Now is apparently still alive somehow. Um, and Dracon is Fae. And Dracon is Fae. And so when Amarantha had Jurian's eye and like consciousness for all those years she was like telling him all about how miriam left him for right right right, his ally all that stuff yeah okay okay yeah so he asks where miriam is and moore says she's dead which we know isn't true jurian asks again and then moore's like i took her to prince dracon they married the night you slaughtered clythia and she never thought of you again 
it was kind of ironic. He go, he was like, you are always such a liar more. I'm like, isn't she supposed to be the, the truth? Truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also confusing. I know it's confusing why they all hate Jurian so much. Like, wasn't he on the right side of history? You know, even if he was a bit much, wasn't he on the right side of history still? Yeah, I don't know. It might be one of those things where it's like either extreme is not good. Like humans, like he maybe had the mindset of like humans need to rule over Faye. That's never going to happen. <laughs> it's literally impossible. I know. But you know, like yeah. how sometimes like the sides yeah. can get so extreme. Like when you fight yeah, for something like so whole, wholeheartedly you kind of maybe go a little too you far. sight of yeah that's that's definitely what happened it's just it's the dynamics are confusing yeah i really i really don't get the durian thing so at this moment reese reaches back to grab Ferris' hand to try and winnow the squad out of there but nothing happens so that's not good and durian says you won't be leaving this castle until he allows you to so really not good Reese tries to use some of his power, but still nothing happens. Feyre even realizes she can't feel Reese anymore through their bond, which is concerning. And Jurian's like, did you forget that all of Amarantha's power came from Highburn? Like all of her little tricks, how she stole all your power. That wasn't even the worst of it. And then Jurian says, do you know what it was like to be unable to sleep, to drink, or eat, or breathe, or feel for 500 years? Do you understand what it's like to be constantly awake, forced to watch everything she did? And then I wrote, then why is he helping Highburn? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And then literally the next sentence, Reese asks that exact same question. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> um, but Jurian doesn't really answer the question. And then someone appears at the top of the stairs. It's Highburn. And new character, Highburn. We've heard a lot about him for he a long time. He sounds ugly. He does sound ugly. <laughs> and he says, that trap was so easy. I'm honestly sad you didn't see it coming. And then Jurian, be- quickly before the group can act, fires an ash arrow through Azriel's wing. And more screams. Me too. Yeah so sad i also was like you know what put your wings away if you're not if you're not in the act of flying they're a weakness yeah you're they're just like a bigger target like you said a giant organ (laughs) it's a target (laughs) yes i know i literally wrote what the fuck azrael can't die like uh, unnecessary i i also hate that like okay when this happens in movies and stuff where they just like with uh, where they're like facing off with the enemies just chit chatting, mm-hmm. and then the the nice guys are have time to come up with a move, make a move, and then they win. I'm like, well, this villain's a fucking idiot. He could have just boom, 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 killed them all, moved on. His life is good to go. Like I, so I always like get kind of like have that thought in the back of my head when they don't just quickly shoot someone. But then in this moment. Where they just immediately shot Asriel. I was like, that's not how this works. 
You're supposed to chat so they can come up with a plan. You're not supposed to just kill them. <laughs> Haven't you read a book before? That's not how this works. You don't just kill them. I hate the quick kill. Okay, well, Azriel's not dead. To be no, clear. no, he's not. He's, not. he's just um, poisoned, and he's been he's being used as like Hybern's leverage for the group to not be difficult, which works. they can't really be difficult anyway. They don't have power right now, so yeah, but they're so not going to fight do. back because they know that if they fight back, then you're not going to be able to save Azriel. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, that's really, that's really scary for Asriel. So as Hybern makes them follow them all up, follow him all upstairs, Cassian and Reese are basically carrying Asriel and blood is just flowing everywhere because the arrow was poisoned. So his wing isn't healing. Then they get to a throne room, which nothing good ever happens in the throne room. And the king says, now that I've upheld my end of the bargain, I expect you to uphold oh yours. Who's he talking to? Two figures emerge. The last line of the chapter is, I began shaking my head as if I could unsee it as Lucian and Tamlin stepped into the light. Fools. Fools, fools, fools. This is a really dramatic ending, but I made a typo where I said, I began shaking me head. (laughs) (laughs) I began shaking me head. (laughs) That's hilarious. Honestly, I thought this is where I ended this section. Oh, that would have been mean. Which would have been really mean. I think ending it at the next chapter is like even more chaos. (laughs) Like, it's just like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, the next chapter, I was just like, what a shit. What are they going to do? What a shit show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And and Feyre describes it best. I think this might be the first line of, is it this chapter? No, it's the first line of the chapter I'm not supposed to read. But it's... um, it's just like the it's it's the same situation with when cat was on where it's just like right there (laughs) but like the first line is literally just like hell like this is a new form of hell (laughs) that's how you feel yeah um well we're getting ahead of ourselves what is your reaction to seeing tammy tam oh my god literally my reaction was what i didn't even put wtf i spelled out what the fuck and I was more shocked by Lucian's appearance because Tammy Tam, we know, is delusional. Like, he is crazy. It's been and so long since you've seen him. I know. It's like been like three months in real time. Uh, yeah. I was just like, I don't know if I even had any coherent thoughts. I was just like, it wasn't even like a, <gasps> it was a what the fuck (laughs) like you've got to be kidding me you could oh my god he's just so stupid he's just like proving himself as the stupidest high lord he gets caught in the trap with amor one he agrees to go to a party with amarantha so did reese because he was planning to kill her there yeah um 
don't give me i know reese ain't, ain't perfect <laughs> but he's also not making deals deals with the king of hybern and lucian what are you doing there what are you doing there i hope that lucian being there because he's like kind of like awkward in this whole thing like he knows it's a bad idea he knows he like can't believe they're there but like i just hope that this becomes the foundation of like lucian's redemption story where he's gonna stand up come back and defend pharah and dare i say i mean really if he's like you know standing up for reese too like it will really be redemption but this next chapter, I just wanted to shake Tamlin. This looks real bad for Lucian. Like, real bad. Like, this is objectively awful that they're there. And it's hard to make. You can, like, make excuses for Lucian not being more proactive and standing up to Tamlin in the first five chapters because, like, that was somewhat of a gray area for him he was like you can see his point of view this like i don't understand his point of view i need to know his point of view on on why he's there because it's it looks bad it looks real bad tamlin is just delusional yeah he is so delusional he's very like black and white in this chapter of just like he's so bad you know he's so bad in this chapter Re- he thinking Reese is so bad. No, like Tamlin is like you know because you know for most of the most of the first five chapters he's even a, there's a, there's a little bit of gray area like he's doing a lot wrong but like there's still some like moments where he's good and like yeah it's confusing and then it's like yeah in this it's like oh my god he is like the worst person ever you I know mean, and like he just embarrasses himself yeah and. Lucian's like cringing because he's it's embarrassing so himself. Bad. I'm just oh my god. Let's get into it. Okay. Yeah, let's get into it. So <laughs> chapter 64. Reese goes still seeing Tamlin. Cassian snarls. Feyre is just staring at him. She's like, I mean, she hasn't seen him in so long. So much has changed. Mm-hmm. So much has changed. She's looking at his face and she's like, this is a man I used to love so deeply. And now look where we are. She literally says hate. Yeah. He did cut his hair. <laughs> he did. He's been we, listening to the podcast. We love we love a uh, breakup haircut. Yeah. You know? That post, that, that revenge, <laughs> that revenge body, that revenge haircut. Yeah. 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 In his free time, he's been, he's been listening to gals on topic he's heard he's heard the people mm-hmm. and she's he's gotten a haircut so you know good for tamlin <laughs> <laughs> that's all i can say um he's also staring at Feyre and tries to take a step towards her she says no and then tamlin says to highburn you have my word. And Pharaoh's like, what, what promise is this? Like, what have you done? And we learn that the deal was Hybern gives Pharaoh over 
And Tamlin agrees to let his forces come through Hybern's forces, to be clear. Let, let Hybern's forces come through the spring court and use the spring court as a base while Hybern removes the wall and takes over the human world. Just to get favor back. Pretty equal, if you ask me. <laughs> Seems like a fair trade. Um, a fucking idiot would make this deal. Like, what an idiot. He doesn't even like slavery. Uh, no. I don't. Allegedly, no. I literally don't understand this kind of behavior. I don't get it. I don't get it. Just for Feyre, who doesn't want him. Who like, couldn't read three months ago. <laughs> like, is that important? <laughs> Golly. Why is everyone so obsessed with her? Also, it's so like you have to go to this length just to like, just to see her like, this is so, you had to sell your soul. Like, this is just so much. It's so Well, he definitely much. thinks that she's being brainwashed. Yeah, he definitely does. But it's also like, it's also like, so yeah, so he thinks she's being brainwashed. I don't know. It's just very embarrassing for him. And Hybrid's like laughing at him when Feyre's like not going with him. Yeah, because it's embarrassing. So embarrassing. Yeah. Feyre at this is like, what? Like, what? And to your point, Lucian's there. Like, Feyre's looking at Lucian. She's like, what the actual hell? What the actual hell? Which Lucian won't even look at her, which I'm like, yeah, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed that you're a part of this, that you're here Dude, if I was him, I would have scurried on over to the summer court. Yeah. Take refuge in another court, my guy. Yeah. This I, have, this I was going to say autumn court, but obviously this this, he wouldn't get a warm welcome there. Um, but yeah, I would not be hanging around this guy anymore. And like you're literally just watching someone like self-destruct. Mm hmm. Like mm -hmm. he's just. Lost his damn mind. And Lucian does know what's right from wrong. So this is just really hard to understand. But anyway, it just keeps getting worse. Tamlin goes, Feyre, and just, I did that again. Feyre. <laughs> Feyre. He's more like, Feyre. <laughs> that was really manly. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we should cut that out. No, that was perfect. <laughs> a lady. I don't, I can, my voice can't go that deep. <laughs> Holy shit. Should I be a voice actor? Maybe. I definitely shouldn't. I only have one thing, and it's Feyre. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, Tamlin summons her and reaches his hand out like she's a fucking dog. And the king says, we've also agreed that you'll work for me once you've been returned to your husband. Man, oh man. Catch up, man. I feel like as we're reading this and like recapping, we're just like, what the hell? I know. 
<laughs> Literally, can you imagine being Reese in this moment? No. He's like, go back to your husband. He's like, uh. He's like, that's me. He's <laughs> like, I just gave her a ring. <laughs> yeah, Reese is um, definitely trying not to explode at this. And then Lucian's like, Tamlin. Like, he's trying to, like, persuade him out of it. And I'm like, we're past the point of no return. We're in Highburn. Yeah. The cauldron here. This is not the time to burn us here. Literally everyone's here. Everyone's here. And now you're like, give it up, Tam. Yeah, like, like that. You think, also, you think Highburn's letting you out of the deal? Yeah. He delivered. Yeah. Like, things have been set in motion. The time has passed to be like, hey, man. <laughs> Maybe this is a bad idea. Yeah. It's literally the bare minimum. The more, the more Lucian shows up, the more he, like, slowly starts turning from this, like, very muscular, manly, fiery, witty guy to more of, like, the skinny, dorky, like, <laughs> shy friend. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I know. I can't believe I just said that out loud. I've been really holding back all negative feelings about Lucian. But he's really just not giving what I need him to give. Oh, man, I can't wait to see your reaction to the finale. Um. Okay. So, Favor says she's not going anywhere with Tamlin. And Hybern says, well, I've yet to complete the final part of the bargain. I'm also going to break the bond between you and Reese. Okay. So, when they said that, I was like, are they just going to cut off her arm? <laughs> like, that's what it made it seem like. They, like, held her arm up. They're like, break it. I was like, who are they talking to? One. <laughs> Two. Are they just going to break her arm off? <laughs> Like where the tattoo is. I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past. Them. Right. I know. Yeah. Okay. At least she wouldn't have a sleeve anymore. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where was I? Where was I? Also, they're so stupid. Like we're breaking the bond. So you don't have to go visit him once a month anymore. What are you talking? She's been there for six months. <laughs> Yeah. I, you won't have to go visit him once a month anymore are you think this is all this is about yeah like come on yeah literally that's what i'm saying he's just so delusional it's so delusional that's why it's so hard to like even wrap your head around that this is like happening yeah um Farrah to tamlin's like i told you that i was fine and that i left you hello my breakup note was <laughs> i not clear <laughs> And he goes, you weren't well. He used that bond to manipulate you. Why do you think I was gone so often? I was looking for a way to set you free. And you left. <sighs> he wasn't looking for a way to set her gaslighting. free. Gaslighting. That was gaslighting. Is gaslighting. He was not doing other things. That was gaslighting. That, yeah. Just goes, you left. She's like, I left because I was going to die in that house. And Hybrid's like, oh, family drama. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Tamlin goes, come home with me now. Blah, 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 blah. Vera looks at Reese, sees that he's not breathing, and she realizes it's because he's trying to keep the mating scent from becoming apparent. Which I'm like, let him know. Yeah. It, like, shows how she's fine. Like, she wasn't manipulated. Right. They're literally mates. That trumps yeah. everything. And at this point, Feyre says she will go with Tamlin if he lets everyone else go. 
And during this whole conversation, she's like working on whatever spell is holding back her power. She's like fighting with it in her mind and trying to figure out how to break it. And then the second Tamlin comes over to grab her, she winnows away. And then Tamlin stumbles and Reese punches him in the face. And I'm just like, great job, Feyre. Now grab everyone in a big hug and winnow out of there. Yeah, like why didn't you just grab Reese's hand and winnow you out of Highburn? Like, why'd you use it? Just winnow two feet. <laughs> Great job, Feyre. <laughs> Failure again. again. And in this moment, because Feyre then goes over to Reese, Reese wraps his arm around Feyre, Highburn and Tamlin realize the mating bond. They see it, sense it, smell it, whatever. <laughs> and Tamlin's response is to say to Reese, what did you do to her? Like, what is, what, you can't fake a mating bond. I, um, my note was literally, Tamlin is so stupid. That's really all there is to say. There's all, that's all I, I have. That should really be the title of this episode. <laughs> that's basically what, that's basically the, the main note. That's gonna be Ex-boyfriends be crazy. <laughs> Boyfriends be crazy. <laughs> I don't know which one's better. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, the situation's just. Okay. But Hybern's like, oh my god! He's like, she left you and went and found herself a mate, or she left you only to find her mate. How embarrassing for you! <laughs> it's almost like he's like a host of like a reality show, like yeah. a Chris Harrison, who's like, oh my. Get, like, no, he's Andy. Andy, um, who's the Bravo guy? Oh my god! I should god. know this. Literally, my, my cousin's gonna be screaming. Oh my at god! The I'm speaker. I'm watching Good Pump Rules right now. Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. Yeah. yeah, he's Andy Cohen right now. Yeah, he's like yeah. Literally, he's just soaking up the soaking up the tea. But the situation's just working, looking worse and worse and worse. The squad still has no powers, except like kind of Feyre, but she like winnowed and then she couldn't do anything else. So confusing. And now they're fully surrounded by guards at this point too in the throne room. And then Feyre says to Tamlin, I'm not going with you. And even if I did, you spineless, stupid fool for selling us out to him. Don't you know what he wants to do with that cauldron? And the king's like, oh yeah, about that. I think I'll start now. And then again, Feyre in a moment of like fury and rage and panic, which I'm like, why didn't you have fury and rage and panic when he shoved an ash arrow through Asriel's wing? Asriel is still there bleeding <laughs> and they don't, aren't even mentioning him. <laughs> that did nothing. That literally didn't even phase her. <laughs> I know. So in this moment, she's I was hoping, sorry, I was hoping that when her power sparked up, I kept waiting for the line where she like quickly slices open her arm and like makes him drink her blood or something. Yeah. Nothing. Not even a thought. Mm -hmm. Anyway, in this moment, she's, you know, ball of emotions. Her powers let loose somehow overcome the, the whatever power Highburn has over her. She, like, grows her wings. She grows her talons. There's fire. There's water. But then Hybern instantly squashes her again. And I'm like, if you have one second, you've got to send, like, a laser. <laughs> you know? Shoot it at yeah, someone. Don't just, sh like, show off and Don't just flashy. grow wings. What are you doing with wings? Are you going to fly? <laughs> anyway. Hybern's like, ah, look at you. Like, so wonderful. Like, what were you planning to do with that cauldron? Use it? Destroy it? 
She's like, I'm not telling you. And then Hybron says, your master made a bargain with me, so you will obey me. Gross. Master? Master. Ugh. Literally master. And then Feyre says to Tamlin, if Tamlin brings her away from Reese, she will destroy him and destroy his court. And he goes, you don't know what you're talking about. It's a pretty clear sentence. <laughs> no, Tamlin, you don't know what you're talking about. You're delusional. Like, you would think he was the one who was illiterate. Like, he literally, like, doesn't understand the conversation at all. At all. <laughs> and then the king goes, no, she doesn't. There will be no destroying because you will find, favorite Archeron, that it's in your best interest to behave. And then the doors open and Feyre sees women walk through the door and it's the four remaining human queens. But that's not all. The last line of the chapter is fear like I had never known entered my heart as the men dragged my sisters gagged and bound before the king of Highburn. Queens, Jurian. Tamlin, Lucian, King of Highburn, Cauldron. It is literally like. Elaine and Nesta. Like, oh yeah, the sisters. Like, is it just Feyre against the world right now? Like, should they just go along at this point? Like, this is where the world's headed. This is apparently what everyone wants. <laughs> Everyone's there. Why do you think the sisters are there? Well, I presume that they went and got them because they know where they are because the queens were there. Mm -hmm. And they know that they were sympathizers with the squad's, you know, plans. Mm -hmm. So they stole them as leverage mm -hmm. to get favor to cooperate. Yeah. Everyone's there. Everyone we've ever met is there. Truly. Except Amryn. Truly. <laughs> Tarquin. Tarquin's not there. Maybe Tarquin can come save them. Tarquin, the last time we saw, heard from him was... Oh, yeah, he sent blood rubies. Yeah. yeah. He's against them, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. And um, not really sure where we go from here. Wasn't expecting to see Elaine and Nesta. Totally forgot by this point, Jurian's still in the room. Yeah, why the... What is... Asriel's bleeding out. Haven't heard a peep out of Cassian. What, what is Jurian... Yeah, what the What the <laughs> heck, Cassian? What, what is Jurian's motive to be aligned with Highburn? What are the Queen's motives to be aligned with Highburn? I know Tamlin's, but like, give me a fucking break. It's a very loose reason yeah. to be aligned with Highburn. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Lucian... What's your motive to be aligned with Tamlin? Also, does Tamlin think that Feyre's going to come back to Spring Court and then be like, oh, you sold me out. Like, oh, I'm so glad you got me back and in the process destroyed the entire human realm. Yeah. Do you know her at all? No. Back to but square the thing one. Is, is he does, like, he does know her at least that much. Yeah. Like when he sees her sisters being dragged in, what, what is he thinking? Look, Feyre, I brought your sisters. We're all going to go live happily. The way he's tracking, court. probably. <laughs> he's not understanding the situation. He is so all. crazy. If you had one word to describe how you're feeling right now, 
after reading these chapters what's your one word baffled (laughs) baffled (laughs) like (laughs) what is happening like i'm just and like favor describes it best like this is a new (laughs) form of hell (laughs) like i'm just i'm thinking of farah all of her friends are helpless because their magic is broken. Mm-hmm. She can maybe wiggle out of hers every now and then. Mm-hmm. She's just looking around the room at literally every single person she knows. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Sadie, how do you think the book is going to end? So, I don't, I don't think that there's anything that she can do there right like Mm -hmm. she's literally looking around the room at all of her enemies her sisters are captured her friends have no powers like I think she has to go with Tamlin but like I don't just so that she has like space to then make a plan but I don't know what that means for the gang like, there's no way Pharaoh's going to go without, like, Reese being okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll but see. It, but I don't, <laughs> I don't see how she gets out of this situation. It's a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited. Yeah, um, I'm excited. One more episode left. I don't even know how many chapters it is, but just from chapter 65 through the end. And yeah, I'm going to read tomorrow. And we'll be done. Crazy. Done with ACMF. It's been a long time coming. Your next acronym will have to be ACAWAR. Are you ready? Wait, did she do that on purpose? I don't know. It's literally going to be the war. I don't know. Maybe it's just fortuitous. Aka War. And that rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Because it's almost like Akatar. Aka War. Aka War. Oh, God. I'm going to have to start rehearsing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Join us next time for our finale episode. I'll have to bring in some games. We played games in our finale for Akatar. Yeah. That's where the quiz was born. So... Anyway, I'll think brainstorm something fun. I'll think I'll think through some fun games. Um, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at gals on topic. Follow us on TikTok at gals on topic. Like, like, I think I meant to say subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Like us on Spotify. (laughs) Subscribe, rate us five stars, leave a comment, and we will see you next time for the finale of A Court of Mist and Fury. Oh my god, I can't wait. Bye guys. <laughs>